Hello, hello, everybody. What's going on? It is Jesse Lee. You can also call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. I am coming to you live from beautiful Frisco, Texas. I am outside recording this. Stop it some more. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful spring day here in Tejas. So wherever you are coming in from, I appreciate you. I love you. Thank you for listening in and being part of this People's Mentor Movement. All your subscriptions and your reviews and all of that mean a lot to me. So fired up to bring this podcast to you today. And I'm going to talk about um, the difference between building your business in depth versus personal recruiting in network marketing specifically, because this is something that I think is going to help a lot of you out. I think that this is going to make a massive difference in your business and maybe even be a perspective shift for some of you who are struggling with sustainability. Sir, I don't know. Maybe I'll be funny today. Maybe I won't be funny. Who really knows? You know, I don't, I don't know. I mean, I'm feeling like I'm in a really good mood. My energy is on fire. So we're going to rock and roll, baby. All right. So let's go, go, go. So what should you focus on? Right? I think that's what a lot of people want to know. They want to know if they should focus on their own recruiting. They want to know if they should focus on building depth. They want to know what's most effective. They want to know what's most efficient. They want to know what will last longer in the long run. Whatever. Well, listen. Okay. All right. (sighs) It's kind of like you're asking, is it your job to make everyone else in your team successful? Or is it your job to motivate your team? That's really kind of what I think the difference is here. And I think those are really important questions you should ask yourself. Because I've now been in the profession. I've been a network marketer for four years. I've done direct sales slash network marketing for eight. So four and four equals eight. I am a massive, massive, massive fan of being the influence. Meaning being the big fan of personal recruiting rather than just building depth. I, Jesse Lee, am a believer that you building width is going to lead to building depth. Okay? Now, I know that this is, you know, your own business. You're the CEO of your own business. You're responsible for your actions, etc. Okay? Okay. However, I'm just going to be the one to tell you that I think as soon as you take responsibility over the fact that you're not bringing enough, enough in enough personal business and you're not influencing yourself to do the things that you want other people to do and you're taking the easy way out and just trying to build underneath of people, uh, whether that's you're trying to boost your own ego, your own influence, whatever you're doing, uh, I really think that if you would take the time to build your own Frontline stage one activity, you will build the business that so many of you are dreaming about. So, as I look over, uh, you know, I guess back on my own personal experience of two network marketing companies and one party plan company, um, I will say that my weakest people, they, they never turn into leaders or doers, no matter what I did to help them. So, no matter how much time. I spent trying to coach and train and call and motivate and nurture and incentivize and do whatever and drive them to stuff and even pay for tickets to events and do whatever. They did not take massive action and build a big business because I wanted their success more than they wanted it for themselves. And quite frankly, I understand some of you on our team are listening to this right now and that's you. And guess what? I don't care. I love you. I love you if you don't even run an auto ship. I love you no matter what. But sometimes we as leaders need to preserve our own energy and you have got to understand that you can't make people want this more than they do, okay? In addition to what I just said, my best people were the natural doers, the natural leaders, the natural movers, the natural shakers who literally rarely needed my help. At the beginning they did. 
at the beginning, they needed hand-holding. At the beginning, they needed a little bit of rah-rah. At the beginning, they had a lot of questions. They were hungry. They were starving for me to answer their questions. They wanted my attention, and they, quite frankly, deserve my attention. They are the ones who took responsibility for their own business, normally right from day one. So, I don't know. What do you guys think? Do you think you should spend a lot of time working with weak and non-committed people and just, I don't know, just bring me people, just bring me, I don't, I don't know. Or do you already think four minutes into this podcast that maybe you should personally recruit until you find enough serious people who will build it big with or without you? I'm going to tell you right now, forget about it. It's not even a million dollar question. That's what you need to do. You need to personally recruit your little pretty faces off. That's what you need to do. You need to sift, you need to sort, you need to bring people in, you need to not judge, you need to not prejudge, you need to not assume, okay, they know what, you know what they say about assuming, it makes an ASS out of you and me, okay, I'm telling you, I'm telling you, play the numbers game, okay, so I, I'm one of those people who thinks, I don't know, I think you should keep personally recruiting until you find people I don't know, five people, 10 people, whatever your number is with the right skill set and mindset. So what's that going to take? I don't know. Maybe it's going to take personally recruiting 100 people. Maybe it's going to take personally recruiting 500 people. Or maybe it's just until it's done. I've personally recruited over 1,600 people. I feel so blessed because I've been through it, guys. I've been through the struggle. I've been through the terminations. I've been through the company changes. I've been through the comp plan changes. I've been through all the rigmarole, but my vision held strong and I've been a recruiting monster for a long time. And no, yet we don't have other seven-figure earners in our organization, but I'm telling you, there's enough people I know on our team will be those rock stars. You know what? Those people will listen to this without me even telling them. They're subscribed to this. They'll message me and say, I'm one of your rock stars. I'll just wait for those messages to come on in, you know, whenever you want to send them over, peeps. All right? And so maybe those numbers sound huge to you. But even if you just recruited one person a week, you could put in some massive numbers in the next three to five years, guys. So many of you are overestimating what you're going to do in a year and underestimating what you're going to do in a decade. Quit thinking that network marketing is some get rich quick scheme because it's not. It's not easy. It's not you find five people and those five people find five people a person and then it duplicates down exactly the way you imagine it to. That's not how this works. This is a numbers game. This is when people promise a lot and don't do so much. This is where people join the witness protection program when you recruit them this is where you get frustrated because you see so much more worthiness in people than they see in themselves this is the personal development game but this is always worth it and you might be like what a person a a week a person a week for five years jesse lee you're not talking to enough people if that number freaks you out if you can't recruit four people a month How many people are you talking to? The same five people? Probably. So here's my advice I'll tell to anyone who wants to build it big. The most efficient way, the most effective way, the best way. Learn how to recruit. Learn how to recruit people who are better than you. Learn how to recruit people with networks. And never stop your personal recruiting. I'm never going to be done. Never. Never. So you know what? Yeah, I do tap root. Yeah, I do build depth. Yeah, I talk to our whole team all day, every day. Yes, yes. 
Yes, but this idea of you're going to sponsor one person who then magically sponsors a few people and then you help them sponsor a few people and then you repeat that process over and 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 over until eventually you find someone serious in depth 643 levels down who takes the bull by the horns and runs a big business. What? That is some old school mentality, okay? I don't know why you would want to spend all your time looking for leaders in depth that you make 3% off of rather than looking for frontline leaders you personally recruit. Right? Right, guys? Right? If I'm right, can you do me a favor? Can you screenshot this podcast and share it with somebody who you think needs to hear it? Somebody who's looking for, like, the magical person who's just gonna, I don't know, magically make them a million dollars. Can you do that for me? And in the meantime, I'd like to give a shout-out to the fan of the week while you are sharing this in your Instagram story, your Facebook story, your Facebook wall, your Instagram wall. Tag me at I'm Boss Lee um, because I would love to respond to all of you. I love sharing your guys' posts when you tag me. You rock my world. And make sure you leave a review because that's how we get bumped to the top of things and more people can find out how to build big businesses. So we are climbing the ranks, by the way, in this whole Apple podcast thing. Y'all are my favorite humans on earth. But I would like to give a shout-out in particular to Dal John. Five-star review on iTunes. And he says, JL's the bam. I love personal development because there are days I need someone else to lift me up. This podcast is my jam. Not only does she give me energy, but she shares knowledge that is invaluable. I've been listening to her daily. And I love that and I appreciate that. And I want to apologize for not recording a podcast every single day. Because so many of you are telling me that you have been listening on repeat. And that gets me fired all the way up. Oh, I love it. Okay, so let's just go ahead and continue the podcast now that you have shared. If you haven't shared, listen, it makes you a more attractive person when you share. It just makes you more attractive to the, to, 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 you know, the opposite sex, the same sex, whatever. Whatever you're into, man, just makes you prettier. All right, so the only upside I can think of if you, um, you know, if you're just a taproting monster and you don't feel like recruiting a lot of people um, would be maybe if you are one of those people who was given a position. And I actually found out, this is a true story. I just found out last week that my position, my top position I built in my first network marketing company was just sold to somebody. So they've got, you know, now I, I hope they know how to taproot. I know, I hope that girl knows how to get down up into our, my, our, my, my personal old business. I hope she knows how to tip it, tap it, root and build relationships. Otherwise, woo-wee! It's going to hemorrhage out. It's going to bleed out like a gutted pig. Oh, I hate that, by the way. I hate that about our profession. I hate that some people can just buy into positions. Not this girl. All right. So anyway, the upside of being like a crazy taprooter, if you happen to have some good leads, would be that you don't have to personally recruit a lot of people. Uh, You would just spend all of your time taprooting everyone you bring into the business, working through their warm markets instead of yours. I am more of a double-headed dragon, double-headed sword, whatever you want to call it kind of person. Um, I like to do both. So, yes, I personally recruit probably more people in my... I'm 100% sure I was the number one recruiter in my entire company last year. Um, and always, actually, for that matter. But I spend a lot of time every day also taprooting because I don't do it to try to find out who their warm market is, per se. Although I do invite those people to opportunity events every single night so that I can build their business for them. Because on our team, you are in business for yourself, but not by yourself. Uh, but it's also more so I like to taproot to get to know people. I like to taproot to get to know people's hearts. I like to taproot to get to know their strengths. I like to taproot to get to know their weaknesses. I like to taproot to create a relationship where then I can coach them, teach them, train them, mentor them, and empower them at the same time. So... Uh, I will tell you taprooting is extremely time consuming 
And the only other thing I can think of that is a little bit of a hardship is that that leg is 100% dependent on you. So if you're doing all the three-day messages, you're hosting all the meetings, you're doing every webinar, you're meeting with all the people's prospects in person, you're leading every conference call, um, it is time-consuming. But I will tell you, I do think it's worth it. I think if you do the double-edged thing that I just mentioned, I think you can build a business that lasts you for the rest of your life. I think you can build a legacy company. So... I think you should really do both. But I think that idea of really bringing in a ton of people, finding maybe five to 10 very strong leaders over the course of five years, helping them find their five strong leaders or whatever, and then repeating that process in depth sounds, sounds, sounds better, right? I'm just going to tell you because overall what's going to happen is if you sponsor 10 people, what is it, guys? You've seen my, my, my card training on Facebook. And if you haven't, I suggest you start following me on Facebook, Jesse Lee Ward, and you watch my, my, uh, my deck of cards training. It's super powerful. I think if you sponsor 10 people, eight or nine are probably going to do nothing, regardless of systems, regardless of training, regardless of key turn system, duplication, blah, 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 blah. And those one or two are going to take action, right? So it's going to take those people. It's going to take those people you need, right? So... I would tell you, go wide, fast, let people sort themselves out. And don't avoid this approach for a long time. Save, your, save yourself years of agony where you think you just need to recruit a person a month and you're going to build some, some giant team. Because the team that got you to the rank you are today is not the team that's A, going to sustain the rank you are today, B, promote you to the rank you want to be tomorrow, or C, get you to the rank you want to retire at. Okay, you can't recruit one person a month and build the business you want. It's just not possible. I don't even think you can do the four I mentioned, really. I think you still even need more than that. The longer I am in this profession, I'm telling you, the more I believe going wide fast is the strategy. Okay, let people show you their commitment level and then work with those serious people. And I just want to tell you, those weak team members, those eight to nine I just mentioned, they're not bad people. They're good people. And they have a very important role on your team. And I, I'm telling you, I think a lot of people start off as the quote unquote weak team members. Right. But it's when that person makes the decision to go pro, as Eric Rory would say, makes the decision to build a big no matter what it takes and then takes the time to develop the right mindset, the right skills, the right tools. That's when they will go, go, go. But you can't spend your time trying to convert weak team members into leaders. That is a, that is a big time suck. You're going to be much better off going out and keep recruiting and then keep loving people until they're ready to go. Your job is to sift and sort. And I'll tell you, if you're stuck where you are and you're like, I'm so uncomfortable, trust me, I can't pay my bills, I can't, you are not uncomfortable. You're not. Because if you were, you would make the decision to go pro. Someone's got to say it, y'all. I love you. Someone needs to say it. I'll give you the hard facts. I'll be the one to, to, to internet bully you right now. Not bully you, but you're not hungry. You're not starving. You're not dying with uncomfortable. No, you're not. Or you would go from the $1,000 a month to the five, from the five to the 10, from the 10 to the 20, from the 20 to the 40, to the 40 to the 100. Okay, it's the, it's the turn in your mind where you make the decision to just screw off the people that are, that, ugh, you're driving me nuts. Ugh, I can't work with this team anymore. Ugh, and I'll promise you, it takes one good person to change a team if you are frustrated with your team right now get yourself a new team it takes one good person it might take you 10 to find the good person it might take you 100 to find the good person but it will change everything if you get an action I promise you that stage one frontline activity will change everything for you. So yes, you do have an obligation to help everyone you bring into the business. I'm not telling you avoid people, ditch them, not help them at all, join them in this protection program. I'm just telling you work with your non-producers in a group setting. Do coaching group calls. Do coaching Zooms. Your one-on-one -on -one time needs to be reserved for achievers. Don't make that mistake of trying to turn a chicken into an eagle, y'all. 
All right, we're not trying to turn chickens into eagles. Give everyone the same training. Give everyone the same opportunity. Give them the same 60 days of hand-holding them to trainings. And if they show you by their actions, they're coachable, hungry, starving, willing to work, then match their efforts. But if you keep showing them everything they need and they don't show up on a Zoom or they don't show up to, oh, just keep your eye on me, man. I'm going to be, no, my eye is off of you, man. I, you, you blinded me. You basically stabbed my eyeballs out like some Game of Thrones stuff right now. I'm going to go recruit someone else who does show me. So keep recruiting personally until you find five to ten frontline solid leaders who do not need you and then you support. Quit following around the chickens, pecking at them. Come on, there's a Zoom. Come on, there's an event. Come on, come on, come on, come on. There's an incentive. Come on, come on. Just sell one more box. Come on. That person's a chicken. Let the chicken lay an egg occasionally and leave the little hen alone. Okay? Okay. So look, at the end of the day, decide what strategy is best for you. Okay? I don't really care. But for me, I will promise you, I think that the massive amounts of numbers are what gets you where you want to go. And I will leave you with a quote as long as you promise to share this. It's a good quote. And I mean share the podcast, by the way. And leave it a review on Apple. I love y'all. Appreciate you. This is a lesson from Bill Britt. Um, He is from Amway. He is since deceased. And he's left a huge legacy for his family. And he was asked what his key to success was during an interview. And he said, quote, there is no secret. I simply showed the plan to 1,200 people. 900 said no. 300 signed up. Out of those 300, only 85 did anything at all. What was that accent? <laughs> anything at all. Out of those 85, 35 were serious. And out of those 35, 11 made me a millionaire. So find your 11. Find your team. Find your leaders. And leave the chickens alone, baby. Y'all, if you got value from this, all I ask you, because this is free 99, is share to some people that you love and that you want to see succeed. My name is Jesse Lee. You can also call me hashtag boss Lee or the people's mentor. God bless every single one of you. And I hope you got some value from this podcast this evening, this afternoon, this morning, whenever you're listening, wherever in the world you are. Have a good one.